Hey, hey, it's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I hope you're having a fabulous Tuesday morning wherever you're listening to me from. So today we're going to continue on our deep dive into different aspects of self-care. And as, as I told you in last week's show, if you haven't had a chance to listen to that one yet, I would definitely recommend that you go back and give that one a, a listen when you have a moment because we started off our focus this month into the deep dive of different aspects of self-care. And I started last week with the mind because the mindset is what really directs the path for everything. And today we're going to take that one step further and go into self-care for the body. Now, you would think with me being a fitness professional that this is going to be all about fitness and exercise, and it's actually not. What I've discovered about self-care is, is that it's all the little things that help you do the things that you want to do better with respect to how you treat your body. And obviously, movement and exercise is important in there. But what's more important, too, is all the other little things. And so we're going to get into that on today's show. But I just want to reiterate a couple of points from last week is that this is not a one-time deal. And I just want to emphasize that I talked to so many people. I was just talking to someone over the weekend about they were talking about how they wanted to start another workout program. They've got a big birthday next year. It's a big milestone birthday. And it just reminded them that they needed to really focus a little bit more on themselves and while that's all well and good, we tend to think of that being as something that has a short-term solution, meaning that as soon as we reach the goal, we're going to go back to what we were doing. And so I want you to think of all of these little tips that I'm going to be sharing with you over the next few weeks as tips that you can incorporate into your daily lifestyle that you can use over the entire lifespan. Because what you do for self-care is going to look different than what the next person does. And that's okay. That's how it should be. Um, the whole point of having a self-care plan that works for you is to have it customized for your lifestyle, for your schedule, for the things that work for you so that you can show up as the person that you're intended to be because that's what it's really all about. So don't think of any of this as a one-time deal. I only say that because we are creatures of habit. We tend to do um, we tend to do the same things because that's how we're wired and then once they become a habit, we either don't need to think about it as much or it, we tell ourselves that it's easier to keep doing it this way because it's what we're used to. So hopefully with some of the information that I share with you today, maybe you can tweak and strategize a little bit to make some of this work for you so that you don't feel like you're reinventing the wheel. Because as soon as we go to the spot in our mind where we feel like things are too hard or we feel like we have to think about it too much, or if we start thinking about, well, I have to change this, then I have to change this, then I have to rework this, then we're just telling ourselves that it's too hard to change. So I really want you to take a hard look at the things you're doing every day, the little things, because that's where we always start when it comes to making changes. Um, so that is your challenge going forward. Um, so let's get into self-care for the body. And like I said, our focus this month is going to be all on the different aspects of self-care and at the end of the show today, I'll give you a little hint into, as to what we're going to be going over in, in next week's show. So you definitely want to make sure that you're listening, listening to these episodes. So again, focus on the everyday activities. Um, and that goes back to what I always talk about, and that's your intentions. And that's really what's in front of you every single day. So make a point every day to look at your schedule, to look at the little places where you think you can tweak and make a change, because that can in turn lead to something bigger. Don't be focused so much on what's coming up next week or next month, or maybe you have a big weight loss goal. Maybe your goal is to lose 50 pounds. Maybe your goal is to run a race. Maybe your goal is to do something big. 
And that's great too. We need big goals. But the problem with that always is that we always think about what's in the future. We don't think about what's in front of us. And this is why self-care is so important because this really allows us and forces us really to think about what's in front of us on a day-to-day basis. So I'm going to share with you just some easy little tips and strategies as to how you can make self-care for your body, hopefully easy and simple and workable for you, because that's really the key word here is workable. So I'm going to start with a really simple tip, and this is something that I hear people talk about, and then I hear them talk about it in reference to doing it a certain way, which really isn't the right way in general. So I thought I would break that down for you today. So tip number one is going to be to make time every day to take some deep breaths. Now, you might laugh and say, well, I'm already doing that every day, but my guess is, is you're probably not, and here's why. I hear people say, oh, I'm just going to start practicing deep breathing, and to them, what that means is they're breathing slowly. You know, we get so programmed to just going and doing and taking care of this and that and the other and just keep going that that doesn't really lend itself to deep breathing, so we think, okay, I'll just slow down. Well, that's not really deep breathing either. So the whole point of deep breathing is to find a quiet spot, close your eyes, practice taking a super slow, deep breath inward. And usually for all of us, that means we breathe through the nose. And the reason that we say this is, is that this forces us to go slow. Okay. So I want you to find a deep, deep, or excuse me, find a quiet spot and practice that. Once you take a deep breath and you feel like you can't breathe in anymore, then I want you to pause for just a moment. And then I want you to slowly exhale rather than just let it all out at once. And the reason that we say breathe in through the nose is, is that number one, if we're telling our body to slow down and number two, we're actually allowing the air to go in, in the places where we need it into our lungs and allowing our, our body cavities to expand a little bit so that we can get the full effect of what deep breathing really is. Now, most of the time, people just take the way they normally breathe, which most people are breathing through their mouth at least part of the time, and they do it somewhat slowly, but not really slowly. And then what happens is, is they feel like they relax a little bit, but they don't really feel like they get the full effect, okay? So I want you to make some time every day to try to do that. And whether that's in the morning or maybe at lunch, and this is the good thing about this is that you can find time during the day to do this. Small little breaks here and there. You know, we always talk about how important it is to take breaks, especially if you're behind your desk a lot or you sit a lot during the day, then this is a perfect thing for you to do. You can get up from your desk and take us, you know, walk to the restroom and practice while you're walking even if you like. Okay. So take some deep breaths throughout the day. Okay. And just keep in mind that deep breathing isn't always the same thing as breathing slowly. Okay. All right. Tip number two is to make some time every day to stretch. Okay. And I like to think of this as stretching out the kinks. Okay. We all have those places in our body that just stay tight. And no matter what we do, they stay tight. And for some of us, no matter what we do, that may always be the case. But I can promise you that if you take time every day to do a little stretching, And we can do, you can even do stretching seated. You don't have to necessarily get up to do it. It probably will work better for you if you get up, but you can actually stay seated some of the time to do some stretches. Okay. And what stretching does is it forces our body to kind of restart, if you will. 
it's kind of like unplugging something from the wall and then plugging it back in and then immediately you get a reboot. Well, that's what happens when we stretch. Okay, the muscles have a chance to get a little longer, which forces our circulation to kind of get a jump start, if you will, which means more oxygen is moving around. And that's why sometimes when we stretch a few, you know, just for a few minutes, that we often feel like we're getting a jolt of energy. Okay. And this is always good for our bodies because when we sit still and we're not moving, or maybe we're actively moving, but we're just constantly going, we never get that chance to feel like we get a jolt of energy. Okay. So along with the deep breathing, take some time, find some time in your day, schedule it. Okay. Where you can basically stretch out the kinks. Okay. So think of it that way. Okay. Tip number three, and I've talked about this before is to find time to take a walk. And if you're in our Facebook community, uh, living your ultimate life through fitness and self-care, if you're not with us yet, I would invite you to get on Facebook and find us. You're certainly welcome to join us. I talk a lot about how important it is to not spend all your workout time going hard. And in full transparency, this has been really tough for me because this is going hard is usually my workout of choice. I grew up a competitive swimmer. I've pretty much stayed an athlete most of my life. Uh, fitness has been a big part of my life pretty much since I was a teenager. So obviously, given the choice, that's the type of workout that I want to do. You know, if I have 20 or 30 minutes, that's what I want to do is just push it as hard as I can. Because why not? Why not make the most of the time that you have? And that's all well and good. But if you do that all the time, then your training time starts to work against you. Okay. And this is why taking a walk is so important, not just for your body, but to help sort of slow down the stress response that's constantly going in our bodies all the time, okay? Our bodies are meant to move. Our muscles are meant to move. Our joints are meant to move. The problem with arthritis and movement issues and injuries that we have is it's usually the product of one of two things. It's that we're either moving too much, too hard all the time, or we're not moving enough, okay? So the good thing about walking is, is that just about anyone at any fitness level can do it. And you don't need expensive equipment. You just need a good pair of shoes um, and hopefully a beautiful environment to do it. Because uh, let's be honest, walking on a treadmill all the time isn't always all that fun. But it's fall now, it's October. So and in some parts of the country, wherever you are, it might actually feel more like fall. Around here, we've kind of had this crazy weather. It's been up and down, but it looks like we're finally getting some real fall temperatures now. But this time of year is perfect to get outside and walk. The fresh air is good for you. The cool, the cool temperatures actually feel good too. So take some time to walk every day. Now that might be parking your car far away from your office and walking. It might be going when you go to the grocery store, the mall, or the hardware store, or wherever. Park on the far side of the parking lot and make yourself walk in. Okay. Or here's another tip. Take a few flights of stairs. I was in an office building last week for a meeting and this nice looking woman got on the elevator. She looked fairly fit to me and she was taking the elevator up one flight of steps. And it was all I could do not to say, don't you want to take the stairs? It's only one flight. Now I was going 15 flights and I, in a full transparency, I was in a little bit of a hurry or I probably would have tried to take the steps myself. 
So that's another place where you can work in the extra activity is to take a couple flights of stairs every day instead of the elevator. Okay. Now I realize for some of us taking stairs might be super difficult. Maybe you have issues with your knees or your hips or your back. If that's the case, I totally get it. You have to do what works for you. I'm just pointing out that that's an option. Okay. So find some time every day to take a walk, move your body. It's good for you. Your body will thank you. Okay. All right, tip number four is to narrow your food choices, okay? And this is going to sort of go into what we're going to talk about next week. We're going to focus on self-care for your gut next week. But when I talk about narrowing your food choices, we, we talk about how important it is to eat a variety of foods. But what happens is, in our culture, is that we want to eat things that are already prepared, things that are obviously easy and convenient, But unfortunately, a lot of that usually means snack foods. It usually means grabbing things on the go. For you, it might mean grabbing a soda or a coffee in the middle of the day. And don't get me wrong, I've grabbed a coffee in the middle of the day too. I totally get it. It, The thing with with self-care with respect to what you eat and what it does for your body is, keep in mind, and we talked about this in our most recent challenge, the Simply Fit Life, is that everything that we eat is energy. Everything. Okay, so we use energy to move, we use energy to think, but we consume energy as well. And so what we consume is going to affect how much energy we have on a day-to-day basis. So this is where we really want to pay attention to our food choices. So I want to challenge you this week to examine maybe what you're doing during the day. If you're a snacker, I'm a, I'm a snacker. I've always been a snacker. I'm a grazer. Um, but you may not be. But if that's the case, let's examine what you're doing every day and maybe narrowing a couple of choices there instead of figuring out that you're going to reach for something on a shelf or for a, from a vending machine. Let's try to make a better choice. So narrow your food choices, okay, to some degree, okay? So this is where I would encourage you to keep a journal, maybe write it in your planner or your calendar. And sometimes when we do that, we just become more aware of what we're doing, and that's really half the battle, okay? So stay tuned. We're going to have more on that in next week's show. Tip number five, give your body 10 minutes of mindful attention. And what do I mean by mindful attention? This is basically what I mean by saying practicing a little meditation every day. And this is where we talked about this a little bit last week with respect to your mindset is having a little time every day to think about what it is that you really want and what it looks like and be really mindful and intentional of really getting specific on the details. Okay. And this might be something it might be something completely outrageous. It might be like a dream, a bucket list trip that you have. It might be, it might be a work goal that you're working on. It might be a home improvement project. Maybe it's something that you're going to be doing with a family member. It could be any number of things. Okay. But give yourself 10 minutes every day and focus on really solid, mindful attention. Okay. And this is, you know, sometimes this involves visualization. This could be your deep breathing time. Okay, this could be time that you really just sit and think and set your intentions. But basically, it needs to be quiet. Find a time when you're not distracted and when you're not thinking about what you have to do next. And before you tell me that you can't do that, I'm going to call you out right now and say you can. Because all that is is your mind telling you that it's too hard to change. And we do have power over our mind, but it takes practice, but we can make it easy for us. Okay, so give yourself 10 minutes every day of mindful attention. And feel free to let us know how you're doing with that, okay? The next tip, and this sort of goes back to what I just said, make one small change to your diet this week, okay? And I'm going to get a little specific here and give you some some specific details on that. Now, 
this really isn't the same thing as narrowing your food choices, okay? This just means simply making a small change every week, okay? And one small change could be drinking more water. And we talked about this a lot in our most recent challenge, but so many people don't get enough water. And I watch it all the time, just in my in my actions with people, when I'm, when I'm in a class, when I'm teaching a class, when I'm taking a class, I see it all around me that people just don't drink enough water. And it's just, it is something that is such a game changer once you get in the habit of doing it. Okay. You know, maybe add an extra serving of vegetables to a meal. Okay. Instead of having an extra serving of potatoes, rice, or bread, maybe substitute that with a, a serving of vegetables. This is where extra fiber can help keep you full and can help keep you from experiencing what we call brain fog, that point where you just feel sleepy and lethargic and tired after you eat, okay? So maybe something else is uh, eliminating a little bit of sugar. One thing I did last year was I completely cut out coffee sweeteners. And this is something that was really hard for me, I'll be honest with you, because I like flavored coffees. But now that it's been over a year, some really almost two years, it was a year in January, um, after two years, almost, I can tell you, I don't even miss it. And when I have, when somebody puts sweetener in coffee and I take a sip, it just really doesn't even taste good to me anymore. And one thing you have to remember with that is that our taste buds get really used to what we're doing as well, just like any other part of our body. And when we get used, when we cut things out for a while, you know, our taste buds have a chance to kind of re-energize, if you will. And things are always going to taste different. We might become more sensitive to certain things, and this helps in turn with our portion control. So we don't find that we want to eat as much to get the same effect, okay? So the only thing I put in my coffee now is a little bit of organic half and half. Sometimes if there's no half and half available, I'll do a little bit of milk, and sometimes I'll just go solid black coffee too. And what thing, one thing it's really allowed me to do is really enjoy the flavor of the coffee, I think before I was so, I was doing the flavor of the sweetener more, but now that I'm, I don't have sweetener, it's like a whole nother world. So I want to encourage you to do that. That's one small change you can do that can help reap huge benefits for you. There's so much research out there now on what artificial sweeteners do inside of your body. Okay. And maybe we'll spend an episode one day soon and I'll break some of that down for you just in my readings that I've discovered and things that I've learned that have helped me understand the addiction that we have to sugar and to sweeteners, because it really is fascinating to me. But sweeteners in general, especially the artificial ones, you know, we want to try to make every, want to try to make a habit in every way possible to try to either cut back or eliminate those from our, from our plan. And the best way to do that is to start small. And so I started with the coffee sweeteners. That would seem like the most logical place for me. Um, and it was hard at first because it, coffee didn't really taste all that good to me. One thing that's really helped with that is using some of my essential oils, a little peppermint essential oil. I even put some cinnamon in my coffee on Saturday morning this past week because it is fall and cinnamon to me is more of a fall flavor. And so I did that and that helps as well. It's just like putting flavoring in your water. You know, if you don't like plain water, you can put some flavoring in there, uh, provided that it's not an artificial sweetener. So Think about where you can make the small changes to your eating that's going to make a difference for you, okay? Okay, next tip, and again, I've alluded to this a little bit, is be still. Take a few minutes throughout the day and be still. Be really still. Be quiet. Don't talk. Turn off the chatter. Turn off the social media notifications, the email. 
You know, if you have to leave your desk for a minute and just be still, then do that. One place where I have found, excuse me, that really works for me is I go outside. I go outside where it's quiet and I can just take a few deep breaths and I can look around, kind of take in what's around me. It doesn't have to be long. You don't have to go somewhere elaborate, you know, or nice. I mean, it helps if you're on a beach or a tropical environment or in the mountains somewhere. But if that's not possible for you, then you can create your own environment around you that will make it work. Okay. So be still. Okay. And my last two tips, the next one is getting some fresh air, which I sort of alluded to with the walking is get some fresh air, go outside, make a point to breathe deeply kind of just take it all in this time of year again is perfect for that with the changing leaves and the air being crisper it's very invigorating okay so we tend to when we're in the same environment all the time we tend when we breathe the same air things can get stagnant and that stagnancy can literally go into our heads into our bodies it can sort of stagnate not just our growth but our creativity too so get yourself some fresh air every day and then my last tip I could not go an entire episode without talking about this is strength training. Okay. Our bodies function best when we move and we move often. And there is nothing in life that will help us more than becoming stronger. Let me say that again for those in the back in case you didn't hear me. There is nothing in life that will help you more, not just with challenges and adversity and problems and physical challenges and keeping yourself injury free than getting stronger. Okay. And it doesn't have to be hard. doesn't have to be complicated. If you're not a gym person, then don't go. There's easy strength training exercises you can do at home. You can use your furniture. You can do push-ups against a kitchen counter. You can do squats and lunges on stairs or just down a hallway. You can do bridges lying down. Planks are another good one. You literally don't even have to pick up a piece of equipment to make yourself stronger. Now, granted, sometimes it can be more fun and give you more variety if you do that. But you don't have to do that if that doesn't work for you. And this is where our new online club that just had a facelift. So we've got five or six brand new workouts in there that can really work for you using very little equipment. There are a couple workouts in there right now where we use a resistance tube. Um, so, but that's a fairly inexpensive thing that you can buy. Usually you can buy them for around $10, but most of our workouts are body weight, body weight, or using equipment or excuse me, furniture or something that you might already have in your house or your office. Okay. So find some time to strength train, make some time in your day to do that. Okay. This can be worked in with your walking time. This can be worked in with your breathing time or your quiet time even, And if you need help or questions on this, this is where being in our Facebook community really helps because every once in a while, every couple of times during the week, I'll drop some information for you about strength training. Okay. So, and if you're looking for a way to make this more, more of a reality in your day-to-day life, I would encourage you to come over and give our online club a try. We've got a couple of great options right now. You can join us for three months for 99 bucks. And you can have access to me to have your questions answered and to have a little support too. Plus, it helps if you know you're not alone and you're in it. You're in it with a group of like-minded people working toward the same thing. Okay? So head over to our website to get some more information on that, www.cufitness.com. Or you can find my online club, the brand new facelift is CU Fitness, the letter C, the letter U, fitness.thinkific, T-H-I-N-K, I-F-I-C, thinkific.com, cufitness.thinkific.com, okay? 
And again, find us on Facebook, find our community on Facebook so that we can all join hands and work on this together. Okay. So I hope you, that was helpful for you today. I hope you can find some tips and strategies in there to help give you some self-care for your body. Folks, your body is a very valuable asset, an asset that will appreciate and value as you get older, believe it or not. We tend to think that everything gets harder as we get older, and to some degree that's true, but our bodies will serve us well if we take care of it, if we take care of them, if we nurture them, if we invest in them, if we work with them to continue to get better, our bodies will pay us back 100 times over and then some. So I would encourage you, take care of the body that you have. It's a whole lot easier than trading it in for a newer model. Yes? Yes, I would agree with that too. Okay? So that's today's episode. Thank you for joining me for the ultimate journey of self-care. This is Allison Katzkowski. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. Make it a good one. Bye.